Hi everybody, welcome back to the Infinite Danger Room. It's been a little bit, but we had to get together after seeing Spider-Man Far From Home to talk about our thoughts about the latest entry in the MCU. Uh, I'm Matthew Price, I'm here with Rachel Price, Cade Polson, Anthony Brown, Chris Borthick, and we're going to do our roundup of some pros and cons of Spider-Man Far From Home uh, and our general take on the film. So, um, let's see. I guess, uh, Chris, I'll throw to you first. Let's give a couple of pros each as we as we okay. work around the room. Um, all right, so pros that I'll start with. Um, I really thought the their their uh, explanation for the blink or the snap, as they call it, the blip, whatever. What do they call it? The blip. The blip. The, blip, the, blip, yeah. the snap, as it were, was hilarious. And I also thought how they did it was hilarious with them popping back into the basketball court right where they vanished. So it was, yeah. it was just well done. That was kind of crazy. You start, it doesn't make you think about how certain things would work. Like, mm-hmm. if you're in a plane, you just, like, fall. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, we figured it probably all works out. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess I didn't say, there will probably be a lot of spoilers. By the time Lots you see this, it's spoilers. been out for a, a little bit. So there will be a lot of spoilers in the discussion today. <laughs> and, and I will say then the other pro, since I can steal it since I'm first, yeah. is J. Jonah Jameson. Oh yeah, that's a big spoiler, but yeah, <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson being in the film is a big spoiler, big, but very big cool. Pro, yeah, um, yeah. I still have some blip questions like that, right. like you know, but I guess we'll just—I don't know. The universe worked it out somehow. Maybe, maybe you were on the ground under where your plane. Tony is really yeah. smart. He just was like, nobody has to fall and die. Yeah, just accept that it worked. Because, like, if you're driving down the road and then all of a sudden you're in the middle of a highway, I mean, that would be bad. (laughs) Your truck's gone, but you may... (laughs) You're right there. But your truck will be totaled somewhere. Yeah. That's it. Everyone got blipped back to a safe place. Yeah. Well, I mean, we did see cars crashing and things like that, and then there was a helicopter that crashed into a building, so... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, in Infinity Gauntlet, one of the first parts of the story was that a plane was crashing because the pilots were gone, and Mm -hmm. Thor saved the plane. So, I mean, they kind of discussed that. Which probably happens in Avengers, but yeah, yeah, when they come back, how does that work? I mean, it's not really a big spidey point, but it is sort of a... Yeah, it's an interesting question to ask. They said that at any point in time, there's a few, at least a few hundred planes in the air mm-hmm. all around the world. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, so we don't know, but... With any luck, they'd blip into another plane. Yeah. <laughs> that would also be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> or like halfway through the wall. I mean, well, I like mean, the explanation of what happened to her, right? Like, she's like, I bl- in her, you know, I don't know, BA meeting or yeah. AA meet, whatever it is. She was like, I blipped back, and someone thought I was a ghost, and one person thought I was the right. husband's mistress and everything else. So it's just like, you know, you and their house was being lived in, or their apartment was being lived sure. in. Sure. And they were like, people were homeless and things like that. And um, Even the people that try to take advantage of the blip, uh, the teacher guys. Oh, my God, that was hilarious. Wife, like, I thought ran that away. was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, ran away with her trainer. And we had a funeral for her. It turns out, like, she wasn't blipped. She was just... just took off. She just took off. Yeah. Well, she was just a bleep. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, my pros, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. And if you knew anything about Mysterio coming in, you knew he was a con artist. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that they pulled off his con. Like, it was... If you read the comics, like it got over on you even better because one of the first Spider-Man stories revolved around Mysterio traveling to the Marvel 616 universe, the ultimate Mysterio, 
traveling to the Marvel Six One Six universe, and his story was kind of similar. Yeah, so to it's like, this. oh, maybe. They so went I was that like, way. Yeah. yeah, and then with the multiverse, it's like, well, that would solve um, a bunch of stuff as well, like that people didn't like, or it's like, hey, if we need Tony again, or if we need yeah. Cap again, or Black Widow again, like we can just grab them from this other universe and fill them in and yeah. you know so like when they were explaining all that and we don't I'm not going to spoil that part yet but the way that they pulled the carpet out from under you or you know the deal where you got a tablecloth on glass and you pull it out and all the glasses are still standing like that's basically the masterwork that they're pulling off, pulling off with these movies because it's like you got me like you you got me so um my other pros was just I mean this movie itself was phenomenal like I like this a lot more than the first one um the first one I wasn't as high on this one's in my top three top five of Marvel movies mm-hmm. or of the MCU of this current MCU deal mm-hmm. I think it was a great epi- prologue because I feel like <laughs> it's an epilogue but also a prologue at the, the same next. time agreed so yeah. And whatever's going to be announced at Comic Con next weekend. Yeah. So. Uh, my favorite thing about the movie was the scene with Mysterio in the abandoned building, the fight scene uh, with all the drones and oh, everything yeah, yeah. like that. Um, I am going to spoil things for you, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have been so warned. Cool. Yeah, I thought it was so cool. Uh, the visuals that they had in it when Spider Man was fighting Mysterio down the halls and he was using the drones to project these images mm-hmm. and his spider senses were really got everything was going crazy mm-hmm. and he didn't have uh, his peter tinkle <laughs> yeah he uh, he didn't know how to fight mysterio and i thought that they made him you know a formidable foe um considering everything that he was really just a man in a suit who was using drones right. to project everything right. um and really what took me by surprise at the end of that scene was he got smacked by that train I mean, mm-hmm. that's just like, it kind of made me jump. I didn't see it coming. Right. And uh, I thought that was a really good end to there that was scene. A, yeah, there was a lot of things like that. Whereas, again, this was, mm-hmm. this was a masterwork mm-hmm. to it me. Was. It, was, it was really well put together. I thought it captured the awkwardness of high school. Especially Perfectly. the interactions with um, uh, MJ and Peter. And then, uh, you know, you have that friend who's always talking to you giving you advice and doesn't have any sort of like relationship history right. that's kind of like Ned but then he gets in a relationship oh. it was hilarious I thought that was pretty good uh, it was a great movie it was a great Spider-Man movie um, I wouldn't say it was my favorite Spider-Man movie overall but that may be because of nostalgia um, but it was a great movie definitely worth it um, Tom, Tom Holland is a great Spider-Man yeah. um, I don't think they could have any done any better casting than what they did with him I'm I'm still on the Andrew Garfield side of things. You like Andrew Garfield the best? I I think he's the best Spider-Man, and my thing with that is, he's tall enough to where if they switch from high school to be him being in college or an adult, like it works. You can see him as an adult. Like Tom Holland is all of like five foot six. Yeah, he's and like yeah, and he looks young. Yeah, and he looks young. So I'm like. You know, when is he ever going to be... Well, they only have a contract for one more movie. 
with him, yeah. Yeah, but, but I he mean, did like, say he would play Spider Man until they made him quit. Right. So. Well, yeah, these Spider Man checks. Yeah. Like I don't think it'll be up to him. I think it'll be how that Sony deal yeah. works out. If yeah. Well, so. no, I'm just like, but he's the one that they've established in the MCU, and I'm sure that you know, with the Time Stone or whatever Marvel decides to do, they can fast forward his aging, and then right. Tom Holland is now like, you know, whoever. Tom Holland 2.0 is is a little bit taller and you know and and like they do an adult story or whatever but I'm just saying like that's kind of my deal is I was partial to Andrew Garfield because I'm like I can see you guys kind of doing a Tobey Maguire three movie deal where it's like high school college adult Mm -hmm. and with Tom Holland I'm like he's basically just a high school kid because he's a shrimp, and he's. I mean, well, I think even in this movie, what is he? A, is he a sophomore? No, they're all seniors. They're, they're all about seniors? to graduate. That was yeah. their senior trip. So oh, the yeah. next okay. movie will be remember. college. But in Far From Home, they were sophomores. Maybe I feel like they I were think so. Sophomores or juniors. Yeah, or something, something like. Okay. But they were younger. But I think so. it was their senior trip, if I remember right. Mm. So the way the blip explained it is the people that got blipped away, even because Betty, I guess, was older or something like that but either way like the people who had already finished a grade had to go back and start all the way over even though the people that stayed they still got to continue with school so right. that's mm-hmm. where well, yeah. Chad whatever the guy's yeah, name the, is yeah. Brad. Brad came in like was he was awkward f- and then he was like the stud yeah he right. was four years younger and in the four years or in the five years that had transpired he hit puberty and now it's like hey Brad like yeah, yeah. So that's funny. Exactly. Uh, Rach, what are some of your pros and cons? I love the movie, genuinely. I thought uh, the cinematography was amazing. Speaking technically, I love the actors. The actors were amazing. Zendaya, Tom Holland, uh, Angoria Rice. Just all of the actors, I thought they did beautifully, and I love their performances. Uh, so there's, you know, just technical pros. You know, speaking about the actual movie, I love that they start including more underground, and I'm using air quotes here, characters like Mysterio, like not maybe characters that the general public has been exposed to very much. I like that um, we're just really bringing in more characters from the MCU and really fleshing out everyone. Because when, you know, superhero movies first started, they were like, uh, we kind of need to do the popular ones. We need to do the Batmans and the Supermans. But now that it's popular, now that people have shown an interest in it, they really get to make an experience like the comics brought. The comics had all these different characters, all these different side plots, all these different things that made the characters the characters. It made them fleshed out. It made them lovable. And so I feel like as we introduce more characters, the movies become better, and they become more like the things that they were based off of. I also love the soundtrack and the dream slash mirage sequence where the Spider-Man were beating up Spider-Man. Yep. I like that. That was interesting. <laughs> All right, very good. Um, I I liked I liked Jake Gyllenhaal. I liked him so much at the beginning. I was like, man, I hope he. I like I actually wanted him to be a superhero because he was like so like it'd be so great if Peter had somebody who you know seemed to get him. But oh, you know, yeah. getting played the whole time. But <laughs> it did. I don't know if you guys remember. Like there was a point when Tobey Maguire was like debating on doing another Spider-Man movie, and they talked to Jake Gyllenhaal about maybe 
doing it. I actually think he would have been a pretty good Spider-Man mm-hmm. if, if Jake Gyllenhaal had been a Spider-Man at some point in the mm-hmm. past. But it was cool to get him in the movie. It's been kind of cool to... Uh, like, I don't know if you've watched much of his social media stuff he's done leading up to the movie, but it's been kind of fun. Like, there's an Instagram post of him, like, reading that Tom McFarlane comic with Mysterio oh. in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's reading it, and then he's like, wait, I'm the bad guy? <laughs> 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 so, I mean, it's just been, uh, I kind of need to see him get involved in the Spider-Man world. I mean, the MCU shows that I think he still has quite a bit of length to it. The stuff with the kids is good. I don't like the nerdier Flash Thompson as much. I don't. I just, yeah. That shouldn't be Flash Thompson. No. He, I said that last time. It was, yeah. I thought that was stupid as soon as they... I was like, just make this guy a, a different person, a different mm-hmm. type of bully. But Flash Thompson still got to be Flash Thompson. Yeah, like... Like, Brad was more like what Flash Thompson yeah. should be. Although, there, I think there was a Brad in the Ditko comics, too. I think that there would be yeah. kind of... There was, but I, I agree. Like, because this Flash Thompson, like, when they announced Venom, like, I was hoping it wouldn't be an Eddie Brock Venom story. I was hoping it would be an Agent Venom story. I mean, story. maybe this kid could bulk up and... But, you know, I don't know. It, I mean, but it doesn't work. Like, it, I mean, because Flash Thompson was the quarterback of the football team, tall, handsome kid. Like, all the... I mean, like... He was Gronk, like, mm-hmm. in terms of yeah. size, yeah, build, and ability. And so it was just like, you know, because he started Midtown and then he went to the university and everything else, and it was just like he was everything. And so that was, you know, again, not to knock diversity because I'm a minority and, like, they, this movie is very diverse, but I'm just like, I think in your quest to be diverse, sometimes people go a little bit too far. I like, wouldn't have minded if he was Indian or whatever, and even at the smart school, if he was just the athletic guy of the smart yeah, school. Right. right, because, I mean, in high... Like, it doesn't really the, matter what his ethnicity is. Yeah, just yeah. Be even the in the cartoon, like, mm-hmm. yeah, be be true to Flash Thompson. Like, And maybe the thing is somebody as dopey as Flash Thompson in the comic wouldn't have been in the special high school for the smart kids, but I think you could work around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he could have. He could have had a rich father. Well, they, they had. A, they have a sports team. Like, That's right. what I'm saying. Like, they, not they not every that. athlete is they smart. Get like, right, or the other yeah. way around. Right. I mean, he could have been. That's what I'm saying. He could have been a smart guy who also played football. Played football. I think that was just what he. I don't know. For those of us who are maybe old school fans of the Ditko stuff, that's one of the few things that bothers me about it. I mean, yeah. as a character, he's fine. I just wish they called him something else. Yeah, he shouldn't be Flash Thompson. He is somebody else. I mean, they, right. they're just calling him Flash Thompson, but he's not the same. Character. Not really the comic book version of Flash yeah. Thompson. Right. Um, okay, um, that almost ended up being more cons. I think I was supposed to say pros, but I liked a lot of the teenage stuff. Was great. Jake Gyllenhaal was great. Uh, Mary Jane is great. I I like what she brings she's to the table. Great. Yeah. Um, she's I mean, and she's Mary Jane is she? She's no. slight, Michelle, Michelle something. She's slightly yeah. different, but I think that yeah. she's enough like the comic book MJ that it's like I don't you know mm-hmm. that's close enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the things they changed didn't make me feel like oh it's a totally different. But she still seems. She seems like, like the an ultimate character. universe. She, yeah. and she's awkward and stuff, but like right. she's she's smart. She's yeah, maybe theater. maybe a little more like the ultimate. Yeah, but still, seem, she seems more like MJ than Flash Thompson does. Yeah, like Flash Thompson. If yeah. we're yeah, if we're making those comparisons, yeah. yes, but Way I don't. Um, like MJ was it? MJ was a actress, mm. and this girl is. I mean, she's really smart. So like, mm. I feel like this could have been one of. A younger version of one of Spider-Man's other girlfriends. In? Gwen Stacy, perhaps. Well, they, I think they did such like, a good job with Gwen Stacy with Emma right. Stone that they right. didn't want to go. I think Betty looked a lot more like Gwen, or looked a lot more like Gwen Stacy, especially because she wore that black 
yeah. uh, whatever in her hair. What but is, I think I like Zendaya I as MJ better than I like Kristen Dunst as MJ. Well, Kristen Dunst yeah. as MJ was terrible, so yeah. I wasn't a fan of. She her. was all right, but I, I liked mean, Kristen Dunst as Mary Jane. I thought she was great. <laughs> So okay, she was good. She was good in the first one, but in two and three, I was not a I was not a fan of her. Um, As I throw it around for cons, uh, think you guys just if you were rating all the Spider Man uh, theatrical movies, and maybe we'll do a quick like rating at the end of the deal. Here, I think there are nine or eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah, there's at least eight. So yeah, um, probably not counting uh, Nicholas Hammond. Nicholas Hammond. Oh, yeah, that's in the seventies. Well, would you count Civil Wars as Spider-Man, or just because Spider-Man appears in it? It's not a Spider-Man movie. Technically. No, I think I would count the ones that have Spider-Man in the title. In the title. Okay. And were released in theaters. What do you think? Like that. Does that sound like yeah, a fair? Yeah. We'll figure this out as we go, Top folks. We'll be fine. Yeah, or however many. Like I said, I think there are only eight. <laughs> okay. Only cons. Eight. Only eight. All right. Cons. Well, eight is a lot, but you eight know, <laughs> I really don't have many cons. I like the movie. The only thing that that kind of rubbed me wrong and i know that they were trying to kind of like do this like the comics but i thought so i have no problem with spider-man menace and jjj that's like j jonah jameson's Mm -hmm. crusade that's no big deal but i thought the public reveal of his identity was a little much that's crazy it was too much it was just like i can see like you framed him now he has to try to to get his public opinion back. But I've, you actually I felt that way when they first did it. But you got to remember there were two or three times in Dick where like where they were like oh look it's Peter Parker well, and, I, I, and they mm-hmm. swerve it back. And I have thought about that too. And I feel like probably during whatever whatever he, how he clears himself probably with the help of some Avengers um, he'll yeah. he'll it'll get back. It was just kind of a lot. I was like I think they'll Whoa. either swerve it back or like I think I was telling Rachel in the MCU nobody really has secret identities. Right. Spider Man's like yeah. the only one who does. Yeah. So maybe they're just like yeah we don't want to me-, you know. Well right. and you can already tell like that. And that Aunt video, May already knows which is right. you know. The video that was re- released was already doctored because it showed right. him in the suit which right. that's a suit that's not even real. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're probably going to be able to prove that that right. was just fake footage and but, that everything he said was just but again, that's so that's my con because I really liked the movie overall. I mean, yeah. I thought they did a great job. Um, so that's that's pretty much it. I was even okay with the reveal of who Nick Fury and were really I thought it was fun. So, was fun. Uh, well, I've heard some people grumble, and I'm like, ah, oh, that was funny. Um. So, all right, my con is I didn't I wasn't a fan of how Nick Fury was acting. But then when they revealed what it was, I was like, that makes sense. But I right. hate squirrels, period. So <laughs> the fact that, like, Nick Fury was a squirrel, I was just like, like, we're still out here caping up for squirrels. Or squirrels are still helping us. Like, I'm more of a skull kill crew guy. We're, like, bringing some guys on some choppers and, like, with shotguns. And let's just start shooting squirrels and seeing, like, green fluid, like, flying all over the place. Um, so in the Kree Squirrel War, I side with Marvel um, and all... I guess all things Cree, so I, I'm the new Ronan the Accuser. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, I mean, that's really the only downside I have to the movie. Like, everything else was, I mean, really, really enjoyable. Again, this was a masterwork to me, but I'm, I'm anti scroll so get them the hell out of here. Okay. Um, let's see. Some of the cons. I thought some of the jokes just kind of fell flat, especially the the high school teacher that was like witches witchcraft. I was just like, oh. he, he kept saying it too much. I was like, you could have thrown something else in there. I thought it maybe it tried to be too. 
it tried too hard to be funny in spots and it just didn't really land with me. Um, I thought the kids themselves were funnier just organically than some of the jokes they were, some of the dialogue they're trying to put in there. Um, there was a lot of tech. It was very. Iron Man put his stamp on that movie, even though he's gone. Um, I thought it was kind of. I like the idea of him being away from everything, and he had to use that stealth suit that Nick Fury gave him. <laughs> but then Happy Hogan shows up the plane, and he makes his own suit like on the spot with all this stuff. I was like, that's a little crazy. That's a little much. Like it would have been cool had he just like had to use what he had with him. I thought that would have made the story. He would have been more Spider-Man, but yeah. I think yeah. The from what I understand, the reason why they went this way is because they're positioning him to be the center in the new Iron Man moving sure. forward, which is why I mean, I get that. The Iron Man story like he cast such a long shadow but over But you this had movie. so much. You had you had the Edith glasses which controlled drones from space where he almost right. blew up his high school friend. And then he had this jet that could just make suits on a whim. It was just like he had... Jet-making suit. Nothing bad could happen with that, right? Yeah, it was was almost like nothing bad bad could happen to him, period, because Happy Hogan always knew where he was. S.H.I.E.L.D. knew where he was. Like, he he didn't really seem hardly ever to be at a disadvantage besides when that first elemental showed up out of nowhere. And then he was trying to save... The people who like sort of the 80s Spider-Man where he's like... Sewed his own suit and doesn't well, yeah. have teammates. And I like that. I think line. those people are a little more frustrated with these movies. Yeah, I mean, because it shows like he he has to be resourceful. He has to do these things. And I think right. that's kind of like what a hero is. He's smart. He's he's right. able to use his own t- intuition on the spot, and he's able to come out on top. I like that Wolverine Spider Man comic where he goes to Germany. He left his suit behind because he didn't want to be Spider Man. He has to go into a shop and buy a, a faux Spider Man suit, a suit that says like something Spider Man in German on the right. back of it. And then he's like web slinging around Germany in this like just knock off nylon yeah. suit, right? You know, because he had to have something to protect his identity. Back when they didn't make really good high end suits yeah. for all these cosplayers. Now, yeah, I mean, I, if you had to go to get one, you probably could <coughs> pull it me. off. So I agree. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy that part of Spider Man, but I think that putting all that off on a 16, 17, 18 year old, wherever he is in the, you know, in the time spectrum. Yeah, it was like you would think that Tony Stark would have thought a little bit further ahead than this stuff because he already tried yeah. to blow up his friend and just about his, or a guy he knew as soon as uh, he got the glasses on. So I I think that that's why they gave him all the help is it's like it's a little bit more believable that an 18 year old's going to need a little bit more help mm-hmm. just starting out. Um, and so as he matures, I'm guessing, in between these movies because from what I understand, there may be four, five, six more movies before there's another Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So in that time, it'll be, he pops into these things, but he's learned mm-hmm. along the way. But when you're just starting out, it's like, these are his training sure. wheels. I mean, I like get the that. suit had, like, he, hey, let's take he's, the training wheels He's off. just got too much help right now. And I think I Spider-Man's got to be Spider-Man. He can't be, like, I know they're wanting him to be like Tony Stark. Right. I, he just can't be he's Spider-Man. I th- I agree with you, but I think that we're talking from a comic perspective, mm-hmm. and that's us taking too much of our nerd bias into it, as Maybe. opposed to. But I mean, I think it's just this character himself. I mean, each individual is unique. Right. Of course, nobody's ever going to be Tony Stark, but I just felt like some of that stuff it was just kind of forced in there, and they could have taken a different route that made it more exciting. I, that was just my. Opinion. No, I mean, I completely agree, but I think that. They're pandering to a 12-year-old now mm-hmm. than to people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s 
they grew up reading this and now they're like hey this is my nerd renaissance and you know for these kids they're just like well whatever well, and I also, I think they are probably laying a lot of groundwork for what's coming. Because, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, again, sure. because it's just one of those, I mean, I think because with the Marvel Universe, it's such a layered plot line. Right. They seed everything. So and like, that's why I love how they, you know, obviously we're on the cons, but I loved how they went back and re and re-sowed the seeds of why the people that were helping Mysterio, like each of them had their mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah, that and was And they good. went back to Iron Man 1 and they made to Civil sense. War. Yeah, you know, to make it make sense, and I was like, "That's awesome!" And those scenes did happen. It was just like, mm-hmm. so now it's fast forward, you know, mm-hmm. ten, twenty years, and yeah. I appreciate it. No, the actors are probably like, "Oh, like cool!" Exactly. <laughs> it, they made this. Uh, it was it was more original with the story and stuff right. than yeah. what you had seen from other Spider-Man movies, and I appreciate those. But days. you're right, like I, Spider-Man. I feel like it was a little. Spider-Man doesn't have that many cameos in his own comic, so mm-hmm. when you know, and he doesn't get any help, and that's part of his deal. Is he's like hard look mm-hmm. Spider-Man but I think that with this new reveal I think a lot more people are going to be like hey you're on your own now as opposed to all of this help you've been right. getting in the I past. guess I just always thought that was what was cool I remember the old cartoons too where you know Spider-Man had to fight Doctor Doom and what's he have he has web shooters and super exactly. strength and his mm-hmm. spider sense that's all he right. has he doesn't have a, a bunch of gadgets he just has like right. more web serum and that's all he's yeah. using right you know. And he had some amazing friends. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. But, I, but, I think, but I think from a narrative thing, they went that way with him to have like the, the voice in the head and all that stuff. So he'd have someone to talk to because if he was just talking to himself the whole time, it would But be that's weird. also what made Spider-Man great. Like, well, so, sure. Yeah. But again, not for, <laughs> not for everybody. So like the so, younger audience anyway. So. Yeah. Well, those were so, my cons. All right. Sorry. We Mary Grace, coming right around to your cons. Okay. So, um... I agree. I don't know why Tony Stark didn't baby-proof Edith. (laughs) He did it with the suit. I don't know why he didn't do it with Edith. And why? Why would you give him missiles? Mm -hmm. Take the missiles out of it. (laughs) Yeah. Why? Why does he need missiles? (laughs) There's not a reason. Agreed. So, yeah. It's kind of insane they didn't baby-proof Edith. Because he's 18 when he died. He's not going to know what to do. He doesn't know how it works. There wasn't a tutorial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't know. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy that Tony Stark didn't do that. Um, and along the same lines, I miss a little of the friendship between Peter and his suit. Like, I thought Peter and Edith would have, like, a cute back and forth like he did with his suit. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't really the case. Like, they were friendly. Like, there were a few funny moments between them. But it, was, it wasn't like Homecoming, where, like, he had this relationship with his tech. I think that's what yeah. made it charming. Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. Said. <laughs> I think that's, you know, that could have softened the, uh, hey, there's a bunch of machines helping Peter, is if the machines had voices yeah. and Peter. Because that was, was a different AI. Him. What was yeah. Jennifer Connelly's AI? What, what was, he gave her name. In Karen, maybe? It was Karen. Karen. It was Karen. Okay. Yeah. That sounds right. Yep. So I missed that a little bit. I thought yeah. that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's really talking about why he didn't have that. Did he leave his... No, she put his suit in there. She put his suit in there, yeah. But I don't know. Was that the same suit? Was it a different suit? I don't know. That was, I think it was the same suit, but he was just trying to... Avoid yeah, using it. Yeah, having to use it. He thought, I'm on vacation. I'm on and then vacation. I don't want people to know Spider-Man's here. Yeah, okay. Right, that was the other thing. Like, yeah, he's like, it would be too obvious. Right. Because he was, what was it, um, Night Monkey? 
Night <laughs> yeah, which was yeah. awesome. That was night hilarious. Night they need to do a night monkey one shot. Yeah, they should. That was pretty funny. Okay, what else you got, Rach? And then I didn't like that Nick Fury was a scroll either. Exactly. I, you race her right. <laughs> <laughs> I personally don't have a problem with the scrolls. I think they're excellent characters. I feel like, you know, using them more, great idea. This I didn't like. I was like, why don't we get some Nick Fury time, man? Why he was don't on we vacation. get? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that little bit was funny. Like that's a good, yeah. But I don't know. I kind of missed that we didn't have the bonding with the Nick Fury because Spider Man needs to do that. He's a newish member to the team. He needs to, you know, know Nick Fury's ticks. He needs to get to know the real Nick Fury. If he's gonna be in Avengers, I guess going yeah. forward. Yeah, which there seems needs. Likely. To be that bonding, there needs to be that. I'm actually talking Nick Fury right It'll now. It'll happen, but yeah, you right. see, like we should have known it wasn't Nick Fury as soon as everybody was ghosting this guy because right, no right. one goes Nick Fury. Right, right. <laughs> and he didn't really know what was happening as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we've done a pretty. Did you have something else you want to throw in yes, there? Yes, I. I like throw throw in some more things. Um, the time jump was weird. <laughs> yeah. Brad, that was weird. I like see it like. I don't know. He was chasing after MJ, who had, like, I don't know. Like, they... Everyone had grown up around him, and everyone was like, ooh, the stud. But mentally, he's, like, nine. (laughs) Although he lived through the years. He lived lived through Mm -hmm. the years. Well, it's still weird. (laughs) And whoever... Whoever was vanished, like, they started dating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, people are dating, you know, people who are significantly younger than them. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just a me thing, but that's weird to me. <laughs> you, well, like, it's, it would be weird if you were 17 and disappeared for five years and came back and started dating 25-year-olds, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's going to be a little bit weird. Because really, in a way, you're still 17. Yeah, I mean, they're still, still the seven. same age. Yeah, Were you like, just sort of, yeah. I guess in the blip, you didn't notice time passing? Yeah, well, yeah, well they were, said in really the blip, there. like, if you were in the blip, like, time didn't pass. That's yeah. why everyone came back. Like, you got removed from all existence. Yeah. And even then, in, what was in Endgame, yeah. Peter, Peter said, I was talking to Dr. Stewart. I'll see. I saw Tony, and the next thing I know, I was talking to Doctor Strange. Like, yeah, the second later, because he was just back. Yeah, he was back. Like nothing elapsed for him. You know, no time. It was just one thing to the next. How weird would that? I mean, I, there's a lot weird about the blip. I mean, yeah, it is. But like, just be like, what? How old is my phone now? Yeah. <laughs> it's like anytime you go under anesthesia, because that's happened a lot with me the last few years. It's like. All right, you're going to go out in about 10 seconds, and the next thing you know, I'm like waking up. It seems exactly. like a second later, and like, oh, yeah, it's been six hours, your surgery's done. It's the same thing. It's the same exactly. Feeling, I'm sure. Um, it's not for five years. It's not for five years. <laughs> One last thing. Sure. Uh, this classifies under both Peter Tangle. It's hilarious, and I hate it. <laughs> it, it made me laugh so much. It's such a good gimmick, but I hate it. That's, I that's hate so it. something that like somebody's it's mom or whatever yeah. would say, though, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I feel the same way about Aunt May and, and Happy. Like, I enjoy it, but I also don't like it because I'm just mm-hmm. like, hey, man, like you're happy, go. go, go I don't think Aunt May exactly. was taking that seriously. I mean, yeah. just that was my read on it later. Oh, are we dating? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we are. But I mean, that's kind of her gimmick, though. Like in the movies, like she's she's smart when it comes to keeping an eye on Peter. But like the fact that everyone, like in the Marvel universe, thinks she's hot, like she's just completely oblivious to, yeah. and she just still dresses like it's the like what is it late seventies, early eighties? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, like, 
and also the fact that someone thought she was her mistress, like a mistress, like yeah. there you go. Like it's definitely a different Aunt May from Steve yes. Ditko comics, yes. but I like her. I yeah, like her yeah, no, it, it great actor. No, Marissa mm-hmm. Tomei, like yeah, I, I mean she's. Re- I don't know that her career needed reviving, but like this has revived her career, and like you know, it's put her kind of back on the map because when it was revealed that she was Aunt May, it was just like, oh wow, you know, we haven't seen her in forever, like right. uh-huh. you know, and and uh, I mean not to harp on the Iron Man thing, but, like, he said time and again, like, having that role saved his life and, like, Mm -hmm. saved his career, and I don't think Marissa Tomei has as many things going on as as he did. She has as many skeletons in her closet. Exactly. Robert Downey Jr. Exactly, as Robert Downey, but at the same time, like, these Marvel movies, and I think that's why some of the people, actors who were, you know, better well-known have signed up to do them is because it's like, Hey, these checks are good, and they can help me relaunch my career or put me on a different plane. Mm-hmm. Definitely so, keeps you in the public eye. The, yeah, ex- the, yeah, the exposure. Well, and it, because like these days, everybody like you could probably have a bad MCU movie. Right. And it's gonna make so much money because people want to continue that MCU story. Right. It's exactly. not one character story. It's an MCU story right. now. Well, it doesn't hurt though that like even a bad MCU movie is usually a really well written like when we say bad it's just maybe lower on the on the scale yeah they haven't done a straight out bomb or bad movie yet yeah they've all made money too as an actor maybe you maybe you like Like, to be in something that's a certain amount of quality control yeah it's quality so that's helpful the ultimate test will come when they dip their toe in the Fantastic Four right because well, they are talking about having a perfect role for Keanu Reeves. Maybe he'll be Mister Fantastic. Or something. Uh, I think. He, I think they're gonna. I think maybe they're gonna do the John Krasinski thing. Maybe for. Maybe. Uh, I hope they do. But all right, so we're we're running low. Well, my. I mean, I think I probably covered them over the course okay, of the thing. Sure. For the most part, I'm for the most part I liked it. I mean, I do. I like. I my version of Spider Man is more not the super suit. I like him more just being exactly. like, but oh, yeah. I mean that's you know minor. And I thought it, there was a couple places where it dipped a little bit in the middle. I love the wings um, when they because it's and they did the wings in the black. black. Yeah. yeah, that was a nice Ditko throwback. Yeah. Like I even thought about buying the action figure. Like I usually don't buy like movie action figures or things like that, but I really enjoyed that black costume. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping it came with the little wings because I was just like that is. That would be cool. Like, that was yeah. a cool hat tip, but then I saw it didn't, so I was just like, I'll keep my six bucks yeah. in my pocket. <laughs> the wings in the black were pretty cool. So, I mean, I didn't dislike a whole lot. I th- for me, it falls kind of in the middle of Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Like, there are ones I like better, there are ones I think are worse. Yeah. This is kind of in the middle. It's perfectly enjoyable. I had a perfectly good time. Um, so, for me, it's kind of it runs in the middle. Um, so, since I kind of mentioned that, I have been moving my list around a little bit, but... I think my I'll just run real quick down mine and then throw it to you guys to do yours. I think my favorite is still the second Tobey Maguire. Um, number two is probably Spider Verse. If I'm gonna include the animated oh, ones, okay. and I mean well, I yeah, might yeah, almost I like it. I, I might almost action. like it. Number yeah, one. Yeah, I was thinking live action too. Um, because Spider Verse is just so good. Um, and then next, I don't know, maybe the first Tobey Maguire, maybe Homecoming. It's those two are probably up in there. And then next, probably either the first Garfield or this one. They're kind of there and similar. And then kind of at the bottom is your Spider-Man 3 and your Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, at least for me. But, I mean, the middle is still good movies. And I actually don't think Spider-Man 3 is as bad of a movie as most people think it is. I think it's, like, has some problems that maybe could have been fixed with another edit or whatever. Um, the only one I think is really a mess is Amazing Spider-Man 2. Which, I don't necessarily blame Andrew Garfield for that. I just no. think it, I don't know. 
uh, Sony was trying to do too much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you could actually, and I've said this probably on the show before, you could take that Amazing Spider-Man movie and the second Amazing Spider-Man movie and edit it down to, like, a really good two and a half or three hours. Right. Like, it would be, you know, because you've got the Gwen stuff and you've got some really good stuff and there's just too much is crammed into that second Garfield Amazing Spider-Man, unfortunately. Because you'd think the Gwen Stacy thing would be a big moment, and it ends up being like it's kind of a big moment, but it's crowded around so much other stuff. Right. It doesn't really have time to breathe. So, anyway, this is kind of in the middle of mm-hmm. my Spider-Man movies. Perfectly good, had a good time, but it didn't blow me away as much as, say, Spider-Verse did, which was just six months ago right. or so. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, so maybe that's suffering a little bit in comparison for me. But Tom Holland is great, and like I said, perfectly good time. Enjoy the character, so hope they do more. Uh, Chris, what do you think? All right, so my, my list is actually um, I enjoyed Spider Man Homecoming. That was one of my that was my number one. Okay. Um, Spider Verse was my number two. Um, they could literally probably occupy the same spot because I thought Spider Verse was amazing as well. Uh, then I then I go Far From Home, um, Amazing Spider Man, and then Spider Man Two. Okay, so you did not enjoy the Toby stuff as much, or the other stuff I, just is better to you? I would put after. them like lower tier. I mean, I I was thinking about the Toby stuff, and really, you know, the Doctor Octopus movie is just mm. amazing. So mm. that had to make the list. And but until Tom Holland, um, Andrew was my favorite Spider Man. So I mean, yeah, the problems was, with those movies aren't Andrew Garfield right. really. No, I really liked, but I really like the quirkiness, and I really like all the of the storytelling of the modern stuff and. It's just very I, Green Goblin, to me, has some flaws in the first Toby, the way right. they do it. But, I mean, he's still Willem Dafoe. Yeah, he's still And they, I feel like they do the origin so well that that's still, you know. And yeah. we've been, for me anyway, you've been waiting so long for a Spider-Man movie. Sure. And they get it mostly right. So. Sure. Anyway, Anthony. So, I just went top five. Number one, since we're throwing Spider-Verse in there, is Spider-Verse. Two is Far From Home. Uh, three is Amazing Spider-Man 1. Four is Spider-Man Homecoming. Five is Spider-Man 2. Um, Spider-Verse was just all of everything to me. Um, Nick Miller's Spider-Man, uh, just, I mean, yeah, I, I love the movie. If you guys haven't heard our podcast on that, um, go check that out. But Spider-Verse, uh, it's like the comic, like, I, I love Spider-Man and I could pick, you know, single issues or entire story arcs that I enjoy, but I enjoyed the Spider-Verse comic and that is my first that's number one in my Spider-Man, you know, top five, top ten stories. And the movie was just as good, um, even though they were two completely different stories. Um, Far From Home, again, I feel like this was a master class um, of Spider-Man stuff. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, I felt like the Lizard didn't look good, but I felt like Tom Holland's Spider-Man was really, really good. Or not Tom Holland, uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was really good and to me the best portrayal of the character um and also had the best future spider-man homecoming i i enjoyed it i just wasn't as high on it as everyone else and that's probably because i'm too close to the source material um on that spider-man 2 with doc ock like my biggest qualm with that like while i enjoyed the movie was that uh that peter parker was too quick to reveal his secret identity to everyone um, and that was kind of the bones I had to pick with is like, hey, I'm Spider-Man. Hey, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. hey, well, I'm, you know, so um, that was my issue with those movies. But I mean, in fairness, Aunt May like knows already. And then, well, I guess it was the end of the first movie. It took a whole movie right. for her to find out. Right. So, but I mean, that was really my issue with, with that. So, um, and that's my top five. 
All right, Cade. Uh, I put Spider-Man number two with Tobey Maguire's number one. Uh, that was my favorite Spider. I didn't I didn't count Spider Verse just because it was animated. I just did live action. Um, Spider Verse was great. It was probably it would probably at least tie for number two or number one maybe overall. But I'm just gonna categorize animation differently. Um, so Spider Man two, um, love the story with Doc Ock. Um, I thought it was a pretty powerful story. I love Sam Raimi. Uh, I also have Spider-Man number one at my number two. Um, Tobey Maguire to me, what I loved about his Peter Parker was he was just a dork, an outcast. He was like the epitome of Peter Parker, his character, the classic character to me. He wasn't popular. He was nerdy. He was awkward. He hit all those fronts. He was a good actor. Um, Spider-Man 3 is totally different story and I don't think that's so much Raimi or McGuire's fault I think that's what they made them take but I love those movies um, I don't think any of the live action movies have been as good of stories overall I think nowadays you have some cooler stuff you can see in them Far From Home and Homecoming Civil War you know the Marvel they have such a, a big budget now and Sony did this back in 2000 by themselves without having to, you know, continuity come into it and all the audience money. Uh, they just did it and still did really well. So I love Spider-Man 1 and 2. My third would be Far From Home. Um, I just love the visuals. I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I like the story overall. I just thought it was fun. Um, Homecoming, once again fun. Reminded me of high school and stuff like that too. So that would be my number four. Those are pretty close. Um, then five would be Amazing Spider-Man number one with Garfield. I liked Garfield. Um, as a different take on Peter Parker instead of you know being a, a nerdy dork who got picked on he was just kind of like the outcast who did his own thing but he was still like cool and kind of mysterious it was kind of like an ultimate Spider-Man version right. more so he had a skateboard one. he had a skateboard he did, he did and he was just a nerd tricks. yeah, yeah. He's just kind of like his own. He was into science. Right. Um, I appreciate that. That's but. what I appreciated is it showed sp more yeah. Spider-Man's intelligence than yeah. anything. I love Because that. he's, like, Spider-Man is brilliant. Like, and I thought that they showed that more so in the Raimi and in the um, Mark Webb movies than they are doing right now so much. I mean, they show that he's smart and he got a scholarship from Tony Stark. It's a big scholarship. But they haven't explored so much his intelligence. It was like, and that's more of his immaturity. And I think that's the deal that gets you, like when he's building his own suit. Yeah. Is like, hey, here's this really this Stark level computer, and mm -hmm. you know he's doing all this stuff. Can I? I need to talk about Spider Man one. One of my favorite scenes in all the Spider Man movies is when he's wrestling the Macho Man. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, that's one of the best scenes. It is exactly. One of the best it scenes. is in like because. That's from the comics, and that's from... I mean, it's yeah. from the comics, the cartoons, and everything else. And people forget that he's a wrestler. And yeah. I would love for them, like, if if they ever do get around to the Fantastic yeah. Four, and, like, they show the thing, and they do the thing Spider-Man wrestling scene, mm -hmm. I would... I Like, awesome. I would lose I would lose everything in the in the theater if that came to pass. But it at any be, rate, that is, yeah. like... Macho Just maybe there's awesome. Yeah. Exactly. And I like I like the Bruce Campbell stuff. He was everywhere saying, you know, it's like, yeah. what's your name, kid? Yeah. The man spider. He's like, that's pretty lame. He's like, yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, but Dead Last, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3 tie. They're both just awful, I thought. <laughs> and uh, those are way below. Like, I would say one through five, they're all really good movies. And I could watch any of them anytime. I thought Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3 were just terrible to watch. If you guys haven't, 
you should read Sam Raimi's commentary about how he was contracted into making uh, the third movie and he didn't get to like make all the edits that he wanted with the script. He said the script was off and he told him. Yeah, well, he, he wanted like, obviously to do Sam. And you yeah. can tell he gave a crap about the yeah. Ditko stuff. And he was yeah. like, man, y'all thought I've been. I mean, I mean, I don't necessarily blame Toe for Grace. I just think Sony wanted Venom in there really bad. Yeah, and I don't know why they cast over. It doesn't make sense. He like, doesn't Robin that movie hard. That yeah, they, that's what they did to it. Yes. It was bad. And same I think thing it with Spider Man too. I think it would have been great with Sandman by itself. Yeah. I think yeah, if you sure. watch that movie with Sandman and the wrap up of James right. Franco's arc. Yeah, it's not yeah. so bad. But yeah. you got all this Venom stuff kind of shoehorned right and there. Venom, stuff going like on. yeah, I, I think that that's my issue with everything that Marvel has done like with the animated properties and movies and things like that is Venom is a really popular character but they're too quick to shoehorn him in to everything mm-hmm. like literally the first season of any cartoon that they've done they put Venom in it and it's mm-hmm. just like let that ride out because Spider-Man has such a full gallery of yeah. rogues mm-hmm. right. that it's like you could do Venom as the last thing in the last season and have it be you know the be all end all instead it's always season one yeah Halfway through this season, they can't yeah. wait to get to yeah, it. Yeah, like quit shooting your load so early. Like you know, like just shoot. Like let Spider Man, let Spider Man breathe. Don't web shooters, shooting your webbing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like about. don't don't blow out your web cartridges so early. <laughs> you know, this isn't the Ultimate Spider Verse where he can make his own. Like you've got to you've got to let you this ride. pace yourself there. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Rach, did you do a list? Uh, yeah. I'm probably not the best person to ask about uh, this decade-long franchise, <laughs> as I haven't. I don't really remember watching a ton of them. All I know is I like Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. I like the Tom Holland movies. Okay. I thought Spider-Verse is cool. So I would go probably Homecoming, Spider-Verse, Far From Home, and then the OG Spider-Man, just because... Eh, I remember. can't remember that one. <laughs> so the, the Garfield stuff didn't leave a lasting impression on you at this point. Eh, not, I don't. I don't know. I mm. not really. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't really seem to remember it. So. All right. Well, this has been a longer podcast, Rose. I just yeah. kind of this is kind of not official, official, but like if we scored, five, you know, five points for a number one vote and so on. Right. Our favorite, even with Cade, even not giving it any Cade points, mm-hmm. uh, would be Spider Verse. And Cade, if I gave it Cade points. It would be number one by even more. So we yeah. really like Spider Verse. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the next one that for us, if you kind of average it out, is Homecoming, uh, and then Far From Home, uh, followed by um, Spider Man Two and Spider Man One, and the other other others receiving votes is the first Garfield's Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. So I don't know. That's our average opinion uh, if we average out. So. Solid movie. Yeah. All of them. I mean, some are some are definitely better, but I mean, the only ones that are bad are Amazing Spider-Man Two and Spider-Man Three. They're terrible. Agreed. So, <laughs> worst, Agreed. Per- worst portrayal of Electro ever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, again, I almost forgive Spider-Man Three a little bit, but maybe I haven't watched it in a while. But Amazing Spider-Man Two, I find really hard. The dancing is snappy. But I mean, it's supposed to be oh, goofy, like, right? He was. Well, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I think Sam Raimi was trying to have some fun with it because he thought the script was pretty Terrible. bad there. But right. um, yeah, he was like a a jazz villain. He yeah. was like dancing to some jazz and doing some finger pointing at some ladies walking down the yeah. street. Yeah, and they were even we got it out. Got well, I mean, I thought it was supposed to be dorky, yeah. but yeah. All right, fair enough. I mean, we're probably not going to. I'm not going to be able to rehabilitate Spider-Man 3, and I'm not sure I would even want I would to. Love, I would love for them to give <laughs> those villains another shot as well and just be like, 
hey, we're good. Yeah, because I think uh, the guy do. who's na- Hayden Church is underrated, kind of a saying, man, because that movie gets so. He oh, looks he's underrated. Great actor. He's a he, great actor. And I mean, he looked like the comic Sandman as yeah, well. He so, did. like. Yeah. Oh, here's a con. Like, the way J. Jonah Jameson looked, like, they got rid of the flat top and he was bald. I was just like, that. I didn't enjoy that in the breaking news flash. Yeah, I don't know if that's because of what, the actual oh, actor's hair, or if they had to make it a certain amount of different from the other we one. We really discussed it so much, did we? But I mean, it being J.K. Simmons again was—that's right. awesome, right? Yeah. I mean, holy crap! I mean, it makes you wonder some things about the Spider Verse, right? You know? Like, is there the a J. Jonah Jameson in every Spider Verse? Toby Maguire come back as a certain Spider-Man, and Andrew Garfield—that would be can fun. Happen with a Madam Web storyline or something? Right. That would be awesome. What does Tobey Maguire look like these days? I haven't seen him in anything in a long time. I, he, I mean, he's not like hugely fat so or anything. He's no, 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 he's not. He just no, I'm older just saying, like, looking. Like, I have no idea what he looks like. Like, does right. he? I think he just looks. Like, he looks like kind of the same, Kilmer but a little Batman older. At one point, sure. if you were to put give up Val Kilmer yeah. in a Batman oh, movie man. now, like, oh, you know, well, he would be a bigger Batman. I mean, so but if, he, he, if he's so retired, he's retired. Here's something else, though. Like, I remember that in Spider Man. I think it was Spider-Man 3, maybe it was Spider-Man 2, that Jake Gyllenhaal almost took the role of Spider-Man right. because Tommy McGuire got hurt right. in Seabiscuit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, like, imagine what Jake Gyllenhaal would have been like. Oh, for Spider-Man. sure. I think like, he actually would have been pretty cool. And, like, well, if I don't know the that same he, script, it would have been awful. <laughs> well, <laughs> Spider-Man 3 is he is, I mean, but I'm just, like, separately, Jake Gyllenhaal is such an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like I haven't seen a lot of his movies, but I feel like everything I've seen him in, he's been amazing in, and like his Mysterio, I was just like, yeah, man, like if he was hustling me, like I'd give him my yeah, you'd Edith, be like, oh sure, yeah, I believe I'd give that. Him my Edith glasses, too. like because he was like a big brother, he was just yeah. like, hey man, you're having girl problems, like you know, let me let me help you, like mm-hmm. he's just like, hey man, he's a big homie, he's like smart, yeah, so. But also, I mean, Mysterio and his con and the whole bit. So, I also like the nods that they gave to Maury Bench and, like, his origin as Hydro Man. And they didn't mention the Multiman stuff, but, oh well. Yeah. I also I also want to kind of throw in there, movie adjacent, if you haven't had a chance to check on YouTube of any of the Jake and uh, Tom fun stuff that's going on there's a yeah they're pretty fun there's a well there's an interview the led bible does something where they have to play like a charade game with each other and that's hilarious so um and there's a great bit about tom holland working out with jake which is on one of the clips and it's funny very cool yeah so check those out promotional stuff for this has been pretty fun yeah Okay, so I think that's about it for us. You guys have been a little bit of a longer, deeper dive, but we had to had to get back into our Spider-Man. Um, I believe, as far as I know, you can still catch the show in most of its usual places, uh, at, at newsok.com, uh, hopefully still iTunes, and uh, I think they moved from SoundCloud. But uh, And follow us on our Facebook page. It's probably the quickest way to find out where we're going to be releasing new stuff is just look on our Facebook page, um, search Infinite Danger in there on Facebook. Um, but uh, for Chris Borthick, Anthony Brown, Cade Polson, and Rachel Price, I'm Matthew Price, and thank you for listening.